This is episode number 14 of The Inspiring Talk with Dr. Divya Kai. Welcome guys to The Inspiring Talk. My name is Vijay Gautam. I'm host for this show. Each week I interview today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you realize your inner potential. Hello, hello. Welcome guys. First of all, I have a good news for people in Delhi is you know, I have been podcasting for a while now and learning about this for almost a year. And I have been hearing a lot of people wanting to start their own podcast. So, I came up with this idea to do a one full day podcasting workshop where I'll be sharing about everything you need from your podcast idea to your episode number 1. Check out details at theinspiringtalk.com forward slash workshop. In this workshop, you will learn what you need to get started with podcasting, defining show format, album art, name of your podcast, everything you need to know about equipment and software setup, understanding the flow of recording, editing, publishing and distributing your show, ways to monetize and a lot more. You will also walk back home with a free detailed podcast launch checklist so that you won't miss a podcast. single minor step on your podcast launch journey i'll give you access to all my video tutorials for editing and tagging audio using audacity and mp3 tags and you will also get two question and answer skype session if you still have some issues in launching your podcast to register for this workshop visit theinspiringtalk.com/workshop go right now and block your seat we have only few left The link to register is theinspiringtalk.com forward slash workshop. So guys, my guest for the day is Dr. Divya Negighai. Dr. Divya is an author of the book Stop Fooling Yourself and founder of NGO Youth Rocks. She worked as teacher for almost a decade and found her true calling in working with young people. She quit her teaching job to pursue her passion in improving the quality of life of young people. She believes that if we try to live to our fullest potential, every day we can increase the happiness quotient in our lives. Her book, Stop Fooling Yourself, will wake you up to the face of simple realities of life, which you have conveniently chosen to ignore. It delves into the deep into your psychology in the context of four main ingredients for a happy and successful life that is abundant money ample time a positive mind and a lively body her ngo youth rocks works with young people parents teachers and other stakeholders to improve the quality of personal and professional outcomes of people from diverse backgrounds On this episode Dr Divya shares why did she decide to quit her job as a teacher and start on this new journey why do we fool and how we can stop fooling ourselves what stops youths from living life of their choice how you can step up and make changes in your life self discipline and a lot more now without further ado let me welcome my guest for the day Dr Divya Kai. Welcome back guys. Dr. Divya is here with me today and I'm super excited. Hey Dr. Divya, thank you very much for joining me. Welcome to the Inspiring Talk. 
Thanks a lot, Vijay. Thanks a lot for having me with you. You're welcome. So, what keeps you busy at the moment? At the moment, my kids keep me busy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, we have three lovely boys. So that keeps quite busy all the time. How old are they? The eldest one is ten uh, years old, and the younger ones are twins. They are five years wow. old. Wow. sounds a lot of fun uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the ngo is there uh, books lectures seminars so it's like everything at one go it's all going crazy oh the schedule seems really tight for you so how do you manage with three boys at home and uh, ngo going on the side and your writing projects and lecture how do you manage these all i would say it's a everyday struggle every day is a new day some days it's all about the ngo some days it's all about the kids but write, writing is something i try to keep uh, on a consistent basis because that is something i purely enjoy and that is something i feel that i'm doing it for myself so that is something which is consistent otherwise things go off balance several times so then i manage accordingly but because when you love something and you are doing it for your um, passion so i think that you try to make space for everything in that in your life in the, that limited time so that is how it works every day is a struggle i would say at the moment uh, i am working on my second book so that's like a book in hindi the first book was in english but after that i received many readers requests that i should write in hindi also so that's a new book which is coming up uh, that the publishers are in the publications so that would be coming up shortly so the editing process is going on right now wow so it seems that you'll be launching very soon yeah i hope so you were once associate professor at college and you gave up your role as a teacher though now you do that in a different form Before you started on this journey there was that phase in your life where you were confused and really stuck there for a while the reason i bring this forward is there might be many listeners out there listening to us and they might be feeling that they are stuck in their own life and not knowing what to do and what not to so what i wanted you to share is how did you figure out what was your calling and what was let's say the first step that you have taken to come out of that phase of your life yeah so i was teaching at that time for around 10 years i think because i started with schools then i moved on to colleges i did my phd and net and all that so i was quite i was quite busy in that and when i took a uh, break from that i realized that i didn't want to go back to that so it was kind of like a struggle between my head and my heart that or logically you should go back to your job because it's a secure job with a good pay package and then but your heart is not following that so something which i worked for throughout my life all the hard work i have done for the studies and all that so that seemed like i was in a dilemma that what is going wrong so i've uh, followed that approach in my life that whenever you are stuck you just have to stay calm and go back and join the dots 
where what went wrong or what went right and where how did you reach here what should be the way forward now so i think i stood there for some time i stayed calm for some time i got back into things i have been doing since my childhood i went through some of the things i have written and i realized going that like it's a very it seems a very funny and simple incident that i was going through one of my diaries and i realized that i used to i used to write and i used to write quite often when i was like uh, a teenager but that was something which was kept in my diaries i forgot about that i started uh, i was like not serious about the studies and all that i got into teaching i f- totally forgot about being a writer that was something like once a dream for me as a teenager so i just started writing the book so i think if you are stuck whatever thing like uh, uh, you feel very uh, strongly about in your heart you should just start doing that whether you have to do it as a hustle you would say as a side thing not leaving your day job or if you can afford you can leave your day job or whatever in whatever way you have to find time in your life for following that passion because if you don't do that you will regret that later that is what i realized that if i do not write now if i do not do this right now and i go back into my academic job which seems to be the logical and the practical thing to do i might regret it later so i thought that i would give it some time i would take a break and i would focus on this start started writing the book and then in the process of many things unfolded and it started an altogether new journey for me so i think everybody should pay attention to what your heart says to you you often get involved and stuck in whatever seems to be the practical thing and everybody else tells us to do that thing only but it is important to listen to your heart and be answerable to yourself first yeah absolutely when you follow your heart and when you follow the work of a person that gives you utter satisfaction and joy even you know that sometimes might not feel logical that sometimes might not feel being fit that doesn't sound like you know the right decision at the moment but at the end you know you are always going to feel proud of following that decision i also think about that and in your book you also talk about uh, you used to write on your diaries and uh, you kept as a teenager i i am pretty uh, interested in knowing what you used to write on those diaries you may like to share something that's interesting from your diary so i used to like as it started off like writing things whichever i liked from books and newspapers or something like that so i used to write whatever i liked then it started moving on to writing about my experiences and the lessons i learned i now when i look back at that i feel that it has played a very important role in shaping the way i think now so the books i read i used the experiences i had i used to write about those things and then i used to ponder over them and then i used to write what i learned from them because at that age i nobody told me that that you should do this but somehow that was in my like in my mind that i should learn from these mistakes and this is something that i feel is uh, very important you know this is like uh, everybody should understand that whatever happens to us is for a reason and there is a lesson in everything so whether it's a tragedy or a disappointment or a happy thing there has to be a lesson for us so looking for that lesson is important 
then actually we are not uh, conditioned to do that and we forget that so i feel that you should uh, totally focus on the we get lost in the incidents like what happened why it happened with me we do not focus that what is the lesson out of this that's actually the only important thing to look for so i would say that this is something i realized now i realize that this was something uh, good that i did absolutely yeah. so you know it's also um when when you are in one habit and uh, whether that's reading every single day or writing every single day on your diary or things like that uh when you are doing it on a consistent basis and if that's something you love that's also adding to your skill set and you are growing uh, stronger every single day in that particular skill so maybe you know that smaller action of writing on your diary every single day might have in a way or the other provoked you in writing a book and you didn't know at that time that you are going to write a book some day but when you look back at those diaries and those memories you thought that this is within me and why i am not taking this up so i i'll talk about that in a bit so i i'd like to talk about getting stuck in life as we uh talked about how you were stuck in your life and how you come out of that there might be a lot of ideas on one's head at particular moment and one reason of being stuck and not giving a try to any of those idea even though they know that this idea could change my life could be a fear of failure and rejection and you talk about this on your book as well uh, what is your understanding about fear of failure and rejection how can one cope with that and come out of those and you may also like to give some instances or examples from your own life if there's something that you can think of now yeah see fear of failure i think is the biggest reason why people do not take up things the single most important reason and the reason is the reason fear of failure is so important to us and like it hinders our progress all the time during our life is because we are conditioned to not be a failure that is something you must have everybody me you and everyone else must have heard since they have been hearing things from their parents from their teachers from their fa- friends what if you fail what if you are not good at it what if you are not able to make it what if you are like embarrass yourself but why don't we why doesn't anybody tell us that what if i f- get good at it what if i become successful what if i make a, a genuine like a extraordinary success out of that why not give it a try for that reason so i feel very strongly about it and that is one of the reasons we work with youth through our ngo that we are conditioned towards these negativities all the time knowingly or unknowingly the people who love us the people who are around us who care for us actually give us this deep rooted thought that we should not fail in life and actually it's okay to fail in life and it if you start early it's better because at that age you can always go back to different choices you can always make a u turn and start all over again you do not have much responsibilities you do not have much stress of other things in your life so i would say that it is better to take risks and 
be ready for failure and then start all over again so that is something you should be willing to do but our conditioning stops us from doing that and you have to do it on your own you have to work on your mind and you have to make your heart strong and muster that courage to take up certain decisions and not worry about failure or rejection or what will be the after effects because that is what that fear stops us from taking action and many good ideas die only because of this so i think uh, this is something really important to do i have faced this several times in my life like the biggest dilemma i had when i left academics was this only that what would i do after this what if i do not uh, make it good as a writer or whatever i'm planning to do and several times when we are trying to experiment with something new in like in the ngo or in my personal life there is always that seed of failure fear of failure in my heart that what if it doesn't work what if people don't like it if it fails but then you have to go ahead and try it why are you thinking already why are you assuming that it will fail okay it's right to make a calculated risk it's right to think about all the pros and cons weigh them and then accordingly take action but not taking action just because you might fail that is something i feel is stupid but we do it all the time everybody does it i also do that mm-hmm. but you have to consciously make that choice mm-hmm. not to do that and go ahead with whatever you have in your heart i think that's really important i really love what you just said about conditioning of our mind the way uh we do in our society as a parent as as a teacher as a elder to our juniors yeah. most of the time we tell them is not to try because there's a high risk involved and exactly. you may not, you may not you may not like to do that just because you might fail i wanted to know let's say you are about to start something new and you are not sure whether it's going to uh, succeed or fail and that's the let's say new path that you are going to walk into so what do you say to yourself when you have these thoughts coming in your mind about what if i fail what if i drown and when when you have this kind of thoughts coming in your head how do you keep yourself away from thoughts like this well one thing i very strictly follow is that to stay away from negative thoughts i try to stay away from negative people hmm. so i call them toxic people everybody has that it may be your parents it may be some of your friends it may be your relatives it may be your colleagues anybody we are actually surrounded by these negative people mm-hmm. the moment you talk about a new idea or a new plan as simple as starting to work out like if you think that i will start working out because i want to be fit you will find that out of 10 8 people will tell you not to do that because eventually you will leave it and it won't be successful hmm. so the house as stupid as it sounds but it is true all of us have faced that yeah. the people around us give us all those negative reasons why not to try that why not to go ahead and that is that's crazy like when somebody comes to me with an idea i say let's start working on that let's work on that but generally we see that people um, ask you not to do that yeah. so that is something i absolutely follow in my life that i stay away from negative people 
then whenever i have some new idea i research about it a lot mm-hmm. i talk to people i go around i go to those people who are related to that who can give me some uh, like insights on that mm-hmm. i talk a lot about uh, different people then i search and through books and research through internet or whatever sources i can so that i have relevant information it is absolutely uh, stupid to make decisions and go ahead with plans without working on them first hmm. so i think you should work and be careful that not work too much towards perfection hmm. that you lose that time and you get late hmm. and you might never work on that idea so that is important like you have to find that balance where you are ready you are not absolutely ready but you are ready with the thing yeah. and then you have to take that plunge hmm. it's very scary but you have to take that plunge and you have to do it to know whether it works out or not there is no other way you have to get into water to know whether you will be able to learn swimming or not and once you are there you will make effort and i think you will make out yeah. if you are ready and you want to do it with all your heart so that is what i personally do yeah i mean what you just said about avoiding negative people in your life resonates with me very well that i have always made it a point not to hang longer with people who keeps telling me you know this would not succeed uh, because there is a lot of money involved this would not succeed because there is a lot of expertise required this would not succeed for this this would not succeed for that they they just can't stop giving you hundreds of reason why you would fail and when you are hearing it 24/7 all the time and if that's person especially that uh, let's say you spend your 5 6 or 7 hours every single day and when that person rejects all your ideas giving you hundreds of reason why that cannot happen you eventually have build that kind of mindset and you will tell yourself okay this is not possible i think this guy has got some logic in it so i think yeah. i should you know yeah i mean you <laughs> exactly. eventually uh, you eventually start you know accepting that okay i think he is right and i think i should uh, go back and you know stop doing what i'm doing and one another thing that you talked about is being a perfectionist that's another uh, thing that i I uh, see a lot of people struggling with even when I started this podcast you know I I could have waited until I became an excellent or world class interviewer which I would have never been until I started and if I had started for the best equipment that I could ever get for my podcast that would have never been uh, if I have not started yes. this podcast I believe in you know learn along the way but that doesn't mean that you know you don't have anything and you plan in place and you don't have any skill set zero skill set let's say and you just think that you know i just have to start and jump into that that's a, uh, another mistake that that shouldn't be confused with saying that you know you don't have to be perfect but you have to be at least feel that okay now i'm good to go and the rest of these things i'm going to learn along the way i really loved that so out of all these things that you have achieved in your life you know be it writing a book starting your ngo which we will be talking in a while which one thing do you believe is the biggest achievement or maybe the best decisions you have made in your life um i think the best decision i have made in my life is was uh, like starting to write the book because uh, uh-huh. i am pretty sure that if i wouldn't have done it i would have regretted it later like when i'm 50 years old or 60 years yeah. old yeah then i would have mm. done it at that time maybe 
and then thought about why i didn't do it at the right time so i think that was the best decision because that process cleared my mind a lot it uh, took a duration of around 1 year to write that so that uh, took me through a journey of my entire career my experiences as an individual as a teenager then as a mother so i've seen i've been through various phases in my life so that entire one year was like going back and seeing a flashback of my life and my experiences and sharing that with the readers so i think that has uh, transformed me and this is something i have read also somewhere that the most important person your book transforms is you so when you write a book mm. <laughs> it makes the biggest yeah. impact on yourself so i think it has made yeah. me a more positive person more outgoing person and i am ready to try newer ideas because of that process of writing the book so this is something i would credit my journey to this was the biggest decision and the most important decision i took yeah i completely resonate with what you said the person who is you know motivated greatly with your book is yourself when i go back and listen to any of my episodes of this podcast i feel you know really proud and i feel inspired sometimes you know by the journey of people coming and sharing uh, in my podcast so the challenges or struggles that they have faced in their life and how they overcome them and uh, fought back and claimed the life that they wanted to live so uh, i completely agree with you on that your book stop fooling yourself improve your life every day so what is this book about this book is simply about as the title says fooling ourselves because that is what we do mm-hmm. everybody does that i have been doing that you have been doing that everybody every single individual does that to obviously uh, to different degrees but you have to see that mm-hmm. we keep fooling ourselves because we are the only person whom you can fool you cannot fool others for some time maybe you can fool others but eventually they will realize what you are doing but we do not realize yeah. how we fool ourselves all the time making excuses always delaying the things you want to do making excuses for things not doing anything just lazing around wasting our time being with the wrong people doing wrong things we just keep doing that and then we keep complaining that nothing is changing in my life i am stuck i am not able to do these things and we don't realize that we are the only hurdle in our success mm-hmm. that is something which comes uh, there are various reasons you know the negative conditioning we get the kind of people we are around and the various kind of experiences we have had sometimes we have had bad experiences and we are not ready to try new things whatever may be the reason we keep fooling ourselves on an everyday basis whether it's about like going to the gym it's about starting a new healthy diet whether it's about starting a new business and you know that uh, starts right from the beginning when you start when we start making excuses for not doing homework <laughs> in school and from there you know we come not to completing project on time on office and it comes it becomes our habit yes. you know almost in everything that right. we do there are several reasons that we keep fooling ourselves maybe that's out of our comfort zone maybe that's uh, not something that we really love doing there could be several of them so how we can start or how we can rather i would say how we can stop fooling ourselves so see the simple thing is that everybody is smart enough to know what is right for them 
even a small child knows what is right for him or her if you ask a small child what should he do he or she will always tell you that they should study hard they should obey their parents <laughs> they should eat healthy watch less television we are good in giving advice yeah, everybody knows what to do but we give that advice to others and we don't follow that so you have to listen to yourself you have to talk to yourself and you have to listen what you are telling yourself because that is the most important person who is telling you something and you listen to yourself all the time so because everybody is giving us good advice but we don't listen to them we listen to ourselves we listen to what we want to do so it's important to catch yourself consciously and see what you are telling yourself because you know that you have to complete that project on time you have to you know that you have to start this particular venture that you have been thinking about you know you have to lose weight now you have to start healthy eating healthy now you know all that but you still fool yourself and delay that thing and then you regret like 5 years 10 years down the line so it's better to stop doing that and start today because this is today is the right time to do anything you want to do so there is no right time or right day as i write in my book also that there is monday tuesday wednesday there is no right day or there is no some day in your the calendar you have to find the right time yeah and start that's the only way to stop fooling ourselves yeah so the first thing that you may like to do if you want to stop fooling yourself even though you are thinking that i am fooling my boss i am fooling my mom i am fooling my teacher or whosoever that person might be one thing is as you said is starting out to do things taking actions in your life but another thing is that come side by side of taking action in calculating self discipline and you also talk about this on your book what you have to say about building self discipline and following let's say the routine of whatever we have started out or on consistency what do you have to say i would say that this is one of the biggest reasons why people do not follow their heart they listen to it they know what they want to do but that self discipline has to come from inside see nobody else can watch over you no you cannot force a child to study if he doesn't want to study if he is not disciplining himself you cannot change that you cannot be after their life 24/7 so you only can look into yourself and your routine and see where i'm going wrong how i'm wasting my time how i'm not following the deadlines how i'm fooling myself how i'm overlooking and ignoring my health so everything starts from self discipline and self discipline has to be brought as it says from self nobody else can do that to you so you have to like create that consciousness every single day and every single moment of your time that what am i am doing right now is it right for me should i do this should, is it the right thing for my dream or my goal whatever i'm trying to do like whenever you if you want to start like simply i will take an example that you want to start eating healthy that is something most of us have to do so you are you will always be faced with all the temptations all the delicious things around you people will be having samosas and cakes and pastries around you mm-hmm. you know you are not supposed to eat that but eventually when something comes before you you pick it up you eat it and then you yeah. regret it 5 minutes <laughs> later so that yeah. self consciousness has to be there in that moment it like it's 
like a split second decision when you pick up that pastry and you eat it so you have to bring that self discipline you have to make yourself consciously aware that this is i am going to do this is i'm i will pick up the cake it comes if it comes in front of me so i have to consciously make that decision not to do that you may find any lame excuse for that like i personally say that i cannot eat this i am not allowed my doctor mm-hmm. has asked me not to eat this <laughs> so mm-hmm. whatever reason you find you have to be prepared that things will come in your way where you will lose focus and you will make mistakes and when you are prepared for that you are consciously aware of your decisions which might take place you will be a better decision maker and that goes the same yeah. way in terms of like wasting time you do not even realize when you have wasted 5 6 hours with friends or chatting uselessly or being on internet yeah. all the time so you have to yeah. check yourself as you check others we are very good Absolutely. at checking others but we are not good at checking ourselves so i think that checking conscious checking all the time what am i thinking what am i doing what am i eating what am i hmm. um, doing with others how am i behaving with others all that conscious checking regularly at regular intervals during the day will bring in self discipline and then in the process it becomes a way of life then you improve as a person and later like months later or days later you realize that okay i have stopped doing this so great you can pat yourself on the back and tell yourself that you have made this change and you didn't even realize so it's not something you have to do like on a weekly or yearly basis that has to be done on a daily and like every hourly basis amazing is there anything else that uh, we need to know from your book or you may like to share anything else from your book i think the most important thing that we need to understand that um, that's like my mission in my life that everybody needs to understand that i am a unique person hmm. i'm awesome and hence the name of the ngo is youth rocks so everybody rocks you are a rock star you don't need to prove it to anybody else you just have to prove it and believe it yourself that is where the problem is we don't get up in the morning and tell ourselves that i am great i am invincible i am awesome nobody tells us that and we don't tell it to ourselves so that is something i feel is really important you need to understand obviously you will have to find what makes you special what is that awesome factor in yourself what is that x factor that you have but you have to first believe it you don't have to look at others and feel pathetic about yourself that i am no good i won't be able to make it it's like that i'm just an average individual you have to find what is that you like and do it with your heart it's not that mm-hmm. you everybody will become sachin tendulkar or every businessman will become ambani it is not possible and it's not realistic also and being practical you have to find that right balance for you maybe you don't want to be such a huge businessman but you want to have a particular business in a particular way where you deal with your particular set of customers in a particular way so you have to find that you have to find what makes you happy makes you content and then follow that every day so that is i think is a very important lesson we need to teach us our children also our students also and all of us adults also have to understand this because this is something which is totally missing from our system nobody through our school or college years tells us that you are a 
awesome child and you have you will become great and you will do great things in life everybody asks us to be mediocre the entire system forces us to be average so this is something i would like to change and this is the mission of my books also and my ng also awesome so uh, your ngo youth rocks how did you come out of that name i mean it's <laughs> amazing i mean i i love the name youth rocks how did you come out of that name that was actually the basic idea that when i was writing that book that is what i told you that during the process of writing i realized many things and out of those things i realized that as a teacher i've seen students struggle with that mediocrity and average mm-hmm. mindset that is given to us by our parents and our teachers even if you say something positive to a student they rarely believe that they really mm-hmm. believe that actually they you know deserve those compliments and they are so good they doubt themselves and they doubt the people who admire them so that is something i realized over during that writing of the book i realized mm-hmm. everybody needs to understand and imbibe this simple thing that you rock i'm already a rock yeah. star i'm born a rock star <laughs> i have yeah. to be on the stage to be a rock star you can be a rock star in your life as a mother mm. as a child as a employee as a boss whoever you are whatever you do you can be a rock star and it is i think the most important thing to be a rock star to the people around you people around you should look up to you they should admire you respect you and love you for what you are so i think that is something very important so hence the name came forward as a youth rocks because i think um, we have to work with the youth who are the future of india and india being such a young country we are going to be the youngest country in by 2020 so i think that's very important that we make our youth understand the importance of this concept so yeah. hence the name came forward as uh, youth rocks even i was um, i would like to share that i was questioned by the authorities also that why are you keeping this name it sounds so different like societies are very different <laughs> welfare society kind of uh-huh. names are there so uh-huh. they really doubted that what is this name why are you naming it like this but i was adamant that i would keep this name only because the name should convey the message i want to convey through my work yeah yeah absolutely i really love that name and uh, the work that you are doing so now you with your ngo get to interact with a lot of youths what do you think we are lacking as our society and culture in terms of grooming them for the better future one of them as we discussed is like we are failing to appreciate the failures uh, as much as we do to success and what are some values do you think we lack that we are failing to prime or condition or inculcate or percolate whatever we may like to call to our uh, younger generation see i believe that there are several things we are missing on because uh, mm-hmm. the kind of education system we have we are very content driven so mm-hmm. it's like still we are going on with the rote learning methods we just keep mugging up things that is how schools and colleges work all the entrance exams you see everything works yeah. like that you have to mug up things and then you have to answer the questions but mm-hmm. nowhere during this process are we working on the emotional intelligence of the child how do they manage the stress how do they remain healthy for the rest of their lives and most importantly how do they stay happy 
because you are not going to be successful all the time you are not going to have all the money you want all the time you are not going to have the right person in your life all the time you may not find your uh, the person you wanted to marry all the time but does that mean that you cannot be happy we never teach them our entire system like i have been a student i have been a teacher and i have been a mother so during that entire process a journey of my life i have never seen any system where we teach our students about these things and that is why we are seeing the kind of suicidal rates depression rates unemployment rates and i use the kind of data we are seeing right now is responsible for the upbringing and the conditioning we have given them because we never talk about these things in schools and at home even parents don't discuss these things with their kids so that is something we have to talk about on a daily basis we need to condition them about how to behave with others how to be like we do not work on soft skills we do not tell them how to communicate they don't know how to talk to people outside their house they just talk mm. to their families they talk to a small set of friends and teachers so we teach them how to talk to certain people how to talk to elders and all that but we don't tell them how to talk to yourself how to handle yourself how to communicate well how to stay confident even in the face of failure all those things are an important part of their personalities and they will shape what they become in future and how they handle things so that that grim situation that we are seeing every day in news the kind of incidents we see the crime rates we see among youth all those things are rising because we are never worked on that foundation time when we needed to work on them as kids mm-hmm. so i think that is the utmost priority that should be the utmost priority of the teachers and the school system and the college system and especially the parents because they are the biggest stakeholders here they are the mm-hmm. that they are the people who are the most affected by the way their children will turn out so i think that is something very important we have to work on these skills also along the system and then make changes accordingly so that they grow up to be happy at yeah the ultimate goal is building up the people who are happy and following their uh, passion and loving what they are doing uh, as you rightly said it happens or it all starts from home your parents are people whom you love most and whom you believe or you know have the biggest trust when you go to your parents and put forth your ideas or something that you think you'd like to do and when you get rejected when you get uh words that you you know never dreamed of to listen from your parents it really you know breaks you apart and you really think that you are worthless so um so i think that starts from home do you really think there is less opportunities for youth or they are not willing to tap into their inner potential i think the kind of opportunities the youth has today has never been there in the past we never had those opportunities and options and alternatives you know so mm-hmm. the youth today has several options and opportunities and the, they are very creative they are very smart but as you rightly said this is where they lack that they do not tap into their inner potential because we have not conditioned them for doing that yeah we have not we haven't taught them to do that because we never ask them to go inside themselves and look for what they want to do or what they can be good at we always ask them to follow the system do as your teacher says do as i say as a parent so that is what we that is how we fashion them that is how we mold them and that is what they become 
and then you cannot expect them suddenly as an adult to take decisions and then be knowing what they want to do because we have never taught them that we have always mm-hmm. taught them to follow the system and that is what they do they just get the degrees and then they are lost so mm-hmm. the important thing is that you have to focus on that since a very early age that whatever they want to do will come from inside only that is the only way you have to go you don't have to go out and seek approval from others you have to go inside and seek approval from yourself that is the only thing that matters absolutely and we are failing in a bigger way you know the more i think about that the more i start to analyze people around me youths around me i get that sense we have failed miserably you know miserably in terms of educating our kids or educating uh, this younger generation about life goals that we have we have just made this structure or you know uh, this whole plot of life i would say that is you know completely you know outdated outmoded and uh, that's completely broken i would like yeah, to say exactly. in in terms in terms that what we are teaching our kids is go go to school mug things up write that on examination and get a job that uh, that i want as as a parent that you should do okay. I, i me as a parent i want you to be an engineer or be a doctor so you don't have any option left for you you cannot be a you know photographer or maybe singer or maybe you know anything whatever that could be you know you 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 must become who i want you to become go be that and when you have this set of people in any organization or any country these people are never going to love the job because that's not something that they wanted to do and i talk a lot about this uh uh in some videos that i create and you know almost all my content are you know driven by these facts that please follow what you love please don't listen to your parents please stop doing that and this is something that guides or that motivates me to create uh, contents like this so that uh, we can at least at least make a impact even though uh, on a smaller basis uh, but that's that's one change i definitely would love seeing and uh you are doing it through your ngo youth rocks so what all other activities you are doing with your ngo so like adding to what you were saying that people huh. are not able to do that because the general reason is that there is lack of awareness still we think that parents are very smart nowadays they are changing the nowadays and the kids are also very smart but the real if you go to the grassroots level if you meet the people around you majority of them are still not aware of the options that their kids have mm-hmm. they are not open to those options because they still believe that three or four professions are the prime professions and everybody should go after them which is so wrong we say that to others but actually in your home you see you will not be able to follow that you will tell others that okay mr gupta please let your child follow your their his heart and then let him do whatever he wants to do but when it comes to your child you become that traditional parent once again and you want the your child to do what you are telling them so mm-hmm. that lack of awareness is there so this is one area where we greatly are working upon because we need to educate the parents first we need to make them understand that there are options available it's okay to fail it's okay to take chances and let them go let them be let your kids be whatever they want to be don't judge themselves according to your parameters don't try to make them a trophy for yourself 
because that is what most of the parents are doing and that like all this competitiveness has brought a crazy atmosphere of grades and percentages and hot shot colleges and all that they don't understand that the most important thing is to be a happy individual to raise a happy adult is the most important thing you have to do somebody who is happy mm. with himself or herself who's like confident of himself so that is something important so awareness is an area where we greatly work upon mm. then yeah we have like we have identified five core areas where we work upon so the first area is career because career is something is very important for the parents and the youth so we try to create awareness in relation to that area and we try to educate them and we try to give them options and guide them what they can do and then one area is your relationships which is uh, sadly badly um, injured nowadays <laughs> very people are very stressed about these things so how to handle relationships even with their parents they are not very comfortable so how can a young individual handle the relationships around them how to manage things how to manage stress in that so we were working on that because we believe that until and unless you are happy with the people around you you cannot uh, give your 100% to whatever you are doing in your life so handling that emotional intelligence is very important and then health is an important issue you must have seen the statistics of our young adults teenagers the kind of obesity rates we see the kind of um, diabetics we are seeing in teenagers so we are trying to work on that also so we create try to create awareness about health also make them understand that how your eating habits and your exercising habits at this age will impact your health later and money and financial literacy is something which is very important to me because i have been a finance teacher so i feel that financial literacy is something which is greatly lacking like in adults also financial literacy in india rates are very bad so people are not aware about what the basics of finances are how to save how to invest so we try to give some capsule programs and uh, teach young people about them and about these concepts and their parents also and then one area is uh, life a broader area of life skills that we can help students with how to manage their anger how to stay away from substance abuse all those things mm-hmm. the life skills that we would like them to inculcate the th- like how to be a better public speaker how to be a more confident uh, employee so all those things we are working on so it's like an holistic approach because i personally believe that we can work on one particular area and then leave it at that because a young individual needs to be trained in all the areas simultaneously so apart from his education whatever he is get he or she is getting through the educational system we want to work on those areas which are missing in those systems so that when we work together the system and us as ngo so we bring up young adults who are confident who are happy and who are successful yeah absolutely i loved the holistic approach that you have inculcated in your curriculum or maybe the programs that you are creating i really love that and each of these five parameters that you said are highly overlooked by our mainstream education system 
And I really appreciate you for coming up with this uh, curriculum. And uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that, you know, that's going to make uh, impact in lives of kids who come across or who walk across your path. Um, before we jump into enlightening round, I would like to ask you a last question. Which one goal are you willing to achieve before you leave this world? <laughs> one goal I would like to achieve, I think, is uh, touching a billion lives, young people, letting them know that they are awesome and if i've made these people understand that they are already rock stars and they can do whatever they want they can be successful and happy in their lives i think that would make my life purposeful and successful i would be happy that i've done my job so that is the mission i'm on right now to make everybody understand that you are worth whatever you want to be so you deserve all the good things in life and you can achieve them you just need to work on that that is something i would look, like to achieve in my life awesome awesome guys now it's time for the enlightening round before that here's a small request for you if you love listening to this podcast make sure that you subscribe to this podcast on your apple podcast on your iphone or on your favorite podcast app you also make sure that you share this episode with your friends by visiting theinspiringtalk.com forward slash 14 and all the links or people or book that we talk about in this episode are included on the show notes of this episode over at theinspiringtalk.com forward slash 14. Make sure you visit that and access all these resources. So Dr. Dibya, are you excited about the enlightening round? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Let's do this. What inspires you to do everything that you do? It, um, the inspiration comes from my experience. The, like the work I do, the things I write about and the topics which are very important to me, that all comes from my experience, from academics, I would say. So I witnessed that industry academia gap firsthand in colleges and the data you see related to the employability and education of the students is really disturbing. And you know, the majority... You must have seen the surveys nowadays, they are very much talked about. Even Bill Gates came to India and he commented on an educational system recently. Mm -hmm. So majority of our graduates and professional degree holders are not employable. Mm -hmm. And as we have discussed through the, this talk that this education system is to be blamed for that. So the inspiration here is that we need to focus less on the content-based learning and more on the skill-based learning. So that is what my inspiration is, that this needs to change. And we cannot, see, we can blame the system, the government and the other people, the schools and colleges all the time because they are doing what the system is like, what mm -hmm. it has been like for the last more than 60 years of our independence. Mm -hmm. So systems are already there. Government is making very good policies. Government is allocating funds to various schemes and things. But we have to implement those things in our lives, whether as a part of the system or out of the system or as a beneficiary. You have to be aware enough to take advantage of those policies and you have to execute those things in your life. Nobody else can do that for you. So this is like my personal mission to make every average youngster understand that they are unique and they are awesome and they can become whatever they want to be. So that inspiration comes from meeting every individual, every youth that I meet, that 
i see a spark in them i see every individual is bursting with energy and want to do something sometimes they don't know what they want to do but we can work on that and we can make them understand what they deserve and what they can become so that is what inspires me like every meeting every individual is i would say an inspiration for that yeah, yeah absolutely which one daily habit do you believe has been game changer for you in your success journey well one habit i would say made the greatest difference in my life is waking up every day at 5 o'clock wow so so like you must have heard many people talk about this and many authors have also written about this yeah and actually personally i've always been a night owl throughout my student years and even after that as a mother also but for past 2 years i suddenly changed it i i like to experiment with my habits all the time and the routine that i follow i don't keep uh, get stuck in one thing so like keep experimenting what is working better so what i did was i changed my routine i suddenly started waking up at 5 o'clock and during that entire process of writing my first book i did that and when i completed my first book after that i took a personal challenge that i will write every day on a different topic so i started an fb group called stop fooling yourself by the name of the book and i started writing i just started writing and adding people to that group so that has some 4 uh, 5000 people now so i wrote every day for 200 days straight on different topic every single day wow. and like the response was overwhelming there were people who were regularly following that who were commenting i met many people through that uh, group personally we met and we became friends and there are like people who have like who are like working with me in my mission mm-hmm. and that was like a really an overwhelming and self actualization kind of experience for me and many readers in fact asked me to write in hindi also during that journey and that is why the next book is coming in hindi so that is what i suggest i suggest this to other people also that you should always experiment that don't say that i always do like this this is my nature and mm-hmm. i have always been like this try to experiment try to change things change your diet change your schedule change your um, workout routine whatever you want you want to do so try to experiment and see what works better so that keeps your life exciting also and uh, sometimes you get very uh, you find very good things like i found waking up early so that's i think that has been the game changer for me there are several books that comes in our life and they remain with us because you know the change that that they brought within us and helped us in a bigger way to realize you know to have that kind of self realization or impact our own life so if there is any book that you think that has changed your life let's say if you have to credit all your success to one book which would that book be well as you rightly said there are so many great books so like we can spend an entire lifetime reading and learning from the books so it's difficult to find one but um, i always talk about the alchemist the book by my favorite author paulo coelho so i read this book i think in uh, 2005 for the first time and i learned the important lesson from santiago the hero of the book that you have to listen to your heart 
and you have to look for signs in whatever happens in your life and uh, i have been doing that strongly ever since that i always look for signs that what is this incident or this meeting with this person telling me that there is a reason for whatever happens in your life so you have to find that reason this is something i've learned from this book and following your heart as we have been discussing is very important so this is something which is the at the heart of this book also and i have reread this book several times after that i i would recommend that everybody should read this book definitely awesome so if you were to start this journey all over again what are those three things that you would have done differently <laughs> um i would say that nothing i would like to change you know i firmly believe that there are no mistakes in life maybe uh, uh then i'll put it in other way maybe you'd like to uh share three things that you would have known earlier so as as i was saying that uh, i believe that whatever events we bring upon ourselves that like they may be unpleasant at the moment but they are necessary in order to learn what we need to learn and whatever steps we take i feel that they are necessary to reach the places we have chosen to go so i think it's important to understand that there is a lesson in each mistake or disappointment and we have to learn from that disappointment and we have to evolve that is the entire process of those things happening so if i would go back in time maybe i would like to write the book earlier maybe i would have realized that earlier that i should write a book and started on this journey of uh, working with the youth earlier but when i look at it at the other perspective is because i have been a teacher for so many years i worked with youth so i uh, understanding yeah yeah so that understanding has improved over the years and i know better that why i have to do this so it's like a it's a two way approach i can think about like i could have done things differently or earlier i would say but then it's a learning curve so i'm here because of the experiences i have had so i'm pretty happy with the way things turned out awesome dr dibya it has been a wonderful talk with you so um before i say goodbye can you please share people how they can find more about you and learn more about you and if they want to connect with you what's the best way so that they can connect and learn from you uh, well the best way to connect with me uh, would be over facebook or uh, instagram you can find me or linkedin in fact you can find me by my name dr divya negi ghai and uh, they can connect with me over an email also that would be drdivyaghai@gmail.com then i have an author's website drdivyaghai.com and the ngos website if you'd like to see what we do that is uh, www.youthrocks.in so people can reach out to that ngo and see what the kind of work we are doing they can give suggestions if they have some suggestions regarding the work we can do with youth so that is i would like to see yeah guys absolutely make sure that you connect with divya and see what she has been doing i have included all the links to her website her all social networks and website to youth rocks on the show notes of this episode over at theinspiringtalk.com/14 make sure you share this episode with your friends and so dr divya before i say goodbye any last piece of advice that you'd like to share with my audience 
well the last piece of advice i always say around this time of the year is that new year is just around the corner yeah and i would like to say to everyone hearing this that don't wait for the new year eve to make a resolution make one today and just start following it dedicatedly through the next year give it a time of one year don't give up too soon because resolutions get over very soon so you give it what one year's time you will obviously starting early you will have the early bird advantage and you will have 13 months to achieve yeah. that other people will have only 12 so i believe that whatever is happening in your life is making you and helping you in reaching your goal so the important thing is that you have a goal the important thing is not whether you reach that goal or you fulfill that dream but the important thing is that the real tragedy is that we do not have a goal or dream we just go through life like that life just happens to us don't let that be make life happen to you find that dream or that purpose or that reason why you are here because you are here for a reason everybody is here for a reason find that purpose and work towards its fulfillment just give it one year and in one year you will see the difference you have created in your life and most importantly believe in yourself and it's simple you have to believe in yourself because you rock you rock awesome thank you so much for being on the show dr dibya i'm pretty sure the insight that you shared here are sure going to touch lives of people and that's going to make impact in their life thank you so much thanks a lot vijay thanks for having me and giving me this opportunity to talk about the things that matter to me thanks a lot it was lovely talking to you hey friend thank you so much for listening to this episode if you loved this episode make sure to share this with your friends by visiting theinspiringtalk.com/14 or tapping the share button inside your podcast app also guys make sure to register for the podcasting workshop where i'll help you launch your own podcast the link to register is theinspiringtalk.com/workshop that is theinspiringtalk.com/workshop thank you for listening i'll catch you in the next now go out there and do something inspiring